0: welcome to tell them who you are this is uh, episode one with uh, one of my favorite people Jen Takahashi who is the creator and the uh, I, I guess it, pretty much everything of the best of next door um, the best of next door social account uh, you can find it on Twitter Instagram Facebook everywhere Jen
1: say hi Hi, I'm so excited to be talking to one of my favorite people ever too. Oh my Thank gosh, you for thank having you so me so much.
0: And I want to say for everyone out there that is Jen, with two ends.
1: Oh particular. my god! Jen. Thank you. Because if you said Jen, oh my god, <laughs> that is too quick. Nope.
0: It has one N. It is a. It is two n. I'm so sorry. I was texting you and I used I spelled your name improperly, and <laughs> that is my fault. I felt like an asshole.
1: It's okay, but I do. It's not just you. I call everybody out on it every single time. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm super excited to be able to find out a little bit more about you because pretty much everybody is uh, familiar. Who's familiar with your account sees your personal account every now and then, but uh, it's usually like kind of like little quirky. Uh, retweets that you put through. And I think a lot of people would be interested in learning a little bit more about you. Are you okay with that? Yeah, let's go. So, for the people who are not familiar, who live, you know, under a rock and aren't aware of probably the, the greatest Twitter account on Twitter, can you tell us what Best of Next Door is?
1: Thank you for that huge compliment. Wow. Well, Best of Next Door is a place for. Quality neighborhood drama. My personal favorite is just like the passive aggressive snipes back and (laughs) forth with neighbors. And that's really kind of how um, the account started is just because I became obsessed with that kind of small town, um, passive aggressive vibes towards each other. It's yeah, it's like a sitcom.
0: Especially when it comes to lawn upkeep and maintenance. That's where the passive aggressiveness like really hits home.
1: Yes, absolutely. Look at that one, was it a senator who got beat up over the Yes? I I should know this. Hold on. Wait, I should know this. Rand Paul from Kentucky. Yeah, because I tried to put like a bounty out for like his next door (laughs) (laughs) posts.
0: Yeah, instead of acting like adults and passive aggressively (laughs) commenting about each other's yards on next door, they actually got in a fist fight.
1: Yeah. He got
0: (laughs) But did you make a call out to his neighborhood to see if there was, like, any drama there?
1: Yeah, so what happened was, I guess, Rand Paul's neighbor saw saw him blowing leaves onto his yard with his lawnmower. And then he ran over to his property and tackled him. He actually—I <laughs> and I think he broke his ribs. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah,
0: oh my god, I can just imagine that escalating online, too. I, oh, I wish there was a— uh... I wish there was a next door thread that we can follow, but anyway, so you know
1: there probably is one.
0: There probably is one.
1: It's been happening for years. So
0: I would love to know what kind of neighborhood you grew up in. You say you grew up in San Francisco. What was it like? You say yeah, I grew up up in in the Bay Area in
1: a small town, Tracy, California, and. Growing up also one of my favorite sitcoms was the Andy Griffith show. And <laughs> I I love Mayberry. And so I always love to imagine my town as Mayberry.
0: Dude, I used to make my family call me Opie.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. It's super you used to make your parents. Yeah, call, call me
0: that? Opie. My name's Opie. For those of you who don't know, the Andy Griffith show is a, you know, old black and white show that a lot of like if you've seen Pleasantville, it's kinda like the show that they're referencing very old town new you know everything's great all the time
1: but a lot of neighborhoods never
0: police never yeah. beat up a black guy
1: yeah exactly okay oh, yeah in <laughs> Mayberry. never in mayberry, never in mayberry. So, <laughs> so um moving to san francisco for school i definitely miss that small town feel so i actually still read to this day the tracy press police police blotter which I highly recommend to everybody. It has the best small town crime ever. Like a recent headline was some woman called the police because she was scratched by a chicken. And, <laughs> and this, is the, this is the top story of the police blotter. So the police came out and they looked everywhere for the chicken, but the chicken was nowhere to be found. And then the woman, for some reason, she started ignoring the police and denying that the chicken was ever there. And then she just locked them out. So it's, it's very, (laughs) yeah, but that's like literally every day on the Tracy press police plotter. And I'm just so (laughs) curious about like what makes someone want to report a a chicken that scratched her and just, yeah. And why did she not want to go through with the lie? If it was a lie. Well,
0: it's just so interesting because like, I I guess like some of the fascination that I have with next door that kind of led us, you know, together was just how it just gives a voice to the most mundane and unimportant urges that somebody might get.
1: That's what's so insane to me is the things that people will post onto next door knowing that their neighbors will see it. And so it's insane to me that people will be posting all of this, you know, something like A chicken just scratched me or they might be posting something super you know horrible they clearly are seeing how crazy the rest of their neighbors are because every neighborhood has crazy neighbors and yet some still use it as a dating site it's just (laughs) it's insane to me it's insane
0: so um did you go to school for marketing
1: yes I did did Not you? for lurking, for marketing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for social media specifically, or was that kind of like pre-social media?
1: <laughs> oh my God, you think I'm a dinosaur. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs>
0: asking. When I was in college, like Twitter had launched, but like it was super, super small. Like I, d- I remember, I think I did, a, <laughs> I did a paper on Twitter in 2008. And I, I'm, the basic thesis was, like, while this is novel and interesting, it's never going to be a thing. It's never going to get popular. It's, you know, it's dumb. And I was completely wrong. But obviously, social media has changed drastically since I've been in college. So I'm not trying to, I'm not making me. <laughs> I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it was honestly just general business marketing. Okay. And um, my day job and my kind of career background is actually in PR, which is kind of funny because I guess you wouldn't think that the person behind Best of Next Door works in PR. And I do not do PR for Next Door, as I hope you know. Well, I think it makes sense
0: because you can kind of, you know, identify basically the worst PR that someone (laughs) is putting out there for themselves. I mean, I think people just kind of look so casually on anything in social media, but it's essentially you're making a public statement. So no, that, that to me totally makes sense. Okay. So you majored in, uh, marketing and 27, fast forward a little bit to 2017 and, uh, you're working at a, a dating app, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. I was work doing PR for, um, a dating site, Zeus, one of, you know, the earlier, what I I really think that um, some people are mistaking Nextdoor for, it would be kind of a Zeus type
0: of website. <laughs> I have no problem with dating apps. That's how I met my wife. We met on Tinder.
1: Aww.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love, I love those stories. There's actually a lot of
0: them. A lot of people meeting online. So um, your professional life, you're working in, you know, social media world. And all of a sudden, you see this website Nextdoor.
1: Okay. So actually, so even though I started the account in 2017, let's rewind back to 2014. And that is where I lived in a neighborhood where I actually liked next door. So I lived in this San Francisco neighborhood called Glen Park and it was about as Tracy as you can get in San Francisco. So it was (laughs) kind of like, it did not feel like the city, you know, um, I remember at the time in 2014, I was working at a PR agency and I was juggling a bunch of different clients. And so I was just always super stressed out all the time. But I had this one neighbor who would post every day at 4 p.m. on the dot about someone rearranging her lawn gnomes.
0: Oh my god.
1: Every single day I wished if I <laughs> if I tried to like figure out cuz it was like a nearby neighborhood so I never got to even see which house with the lawn gnomes. But um so yeah, she would post every day, uh, you know, accusing someone of rearranging the lawn gnomes and then she would kind of sign off from every single law in the law family (laughs) and, uh, you know, name every single one. And I don't know why, but it just kind of became part of my daily routine. I looked forward to it every day and it just kind of was a reminder for me to not sweat the small stuff.
0: Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So that was in 2014.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then I ended up moving to Soma in San Francisco where there's a lot more going on than lawn gnome rearrangement. <laughs> I, li- I live like right in the heart of downtown San Francisco, basically. Um, and actually just a couple blocks away from next door. So I am the girl next door to next door. That's awkward. Um, so, yeah. So I moved to Soma and, you know, when I was checking next door, it was honestly just depressing me because, again, it wasn't the – it was not reminding me to not sweat the small stuff. It was kind of, um, you know, really a lot of scary things that were happening. And so my parents back in Tracy started sending me posts from their next door, which was still like Mayberry to me.
0: I just imagine the screenshots themselves were in black and white.
1: <laughs> oh, like May! Oh, that's cute. Like right? Mayberry, okay. right?
0: That's yeah. yeah.
1: It's just like the good oh. old times. So, so yeah. So they would send me, you know, posts about. This guy who was like, what did they call him? Um, Someone, some guy who would rollerblade and smoke pot. I don't know. That was like one of the headlines. And, you know, so I would start getting posts from my friends who lived in more, a little bit more, not laid back, because it's definitely not laid back, but um, a little bit more smaller neighborhoods where they didn't have as much kind of crazy crime as Soma does.
0: Okay. So 2014... You're getting these wholesome next door stories from your parents. You're on your next door. It's depressing. How do we get from that to the decision to in 2017 to make a whole new social media account highlighting to the public all the ridiculousness of next door?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of one example. I moved out of Glen Park, but I think it was maybe 2016. So then for like a year, my parents and some other friends were sending me their funny next door posts. And I want to say it was a couple days before Halloween in 2017, because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to be for Halloween. (laughs) And I remember telling someone that I was just procrastinating on my costume. And I was at the time, I was also just kind of like collecting all of the next door posts for my friends and my family on my phone. And then I said, "Oh, I wonder if the Twitter handle best next Door is available." And it was. <laughs> and uh, wait, so this all started
0: because of an available domain name basically? Yeah. Oh my god.
1: I almost never would have done it. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> And I really didn't want to work on a Halloween costume. So I never ended up being anything because I ended up tweeting throughout Halloween.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That is so crazy.
0: <laughs> so you're just like, oh, this this domain name's available. I guess I'll just start a whole new business based on yeah. it. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. That is. I love it, actually. Thinking about it now, procrastination leading to the creation of one of the best. Let me let me let me pause for a second so people understand where I'm coming from. I follow a a certain type of account on Twitter. Uh, obviously news, but if it's anything entertaining, it's going to be stuff usually of people either hurting themselves or embarrassing themselves, like. Hold my beer, I follow. Hold my Prosecco, I follow. Hold my juice box, I follow. Only in <laughs> Russia, I follow. Great accounts.
1: I had to check this out. I've never heard of it. Amazing.
0: Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Basically, it's just videos of things going wrong. And the way that I saw Best of Next Door, it's kind of just like natural human communication gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're, I'm, I, I've been, I'm a little bit further in my wine bottle. Than you are. Are you drinking wine?
1: I'm sorry. I'm having a Diet Coke right.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> so what happened after you registered Best of Next Door on Twitter?
1: Honestly, it also kind of – I didn't mean for it to blow up. I really just kind of was using it as a way to organize the photo – the screenshots I had on my phone. What?
0: How does that <laughs> – Yeah. How does, how, does, how does that work? I don't I – don't really explain it to me. I'm not following.
1: It's – um. I don't know. I just had a bunch of screenshots, and I just wanted to organize them somewhere. <laughs> so, the the best of next door Twitter handle was available, and I just started tweeting it. How many followers are there on best of next door? Uh, Three, I f-
0: almost four hundred thousand followers on. And it started because you were trying to organize the photos in your phone. You had no idea. You had no idea this would be a thing.
1: Yeah, I was not trying to become like this neighborhood lurker, like how I gave myself that title, Chief Lurker. That was not really my intent. It just kind of turned out that way.
0: You know, it's amazing. It's like so many people start so many things hoping that they're going to go viral. And they don't, because they don't understand what's good content. And you did it accidentally, like not even really caring about the end result, right? You just really cared about the content because it was funny and it was interesting to you.
1: Yeah, actually, um, wow, I haven't thought about this in a long time, but I think I actually did something similar with like local news because I was so obsessed with the Tracy Press police blotter. Uh I want to say I had like best of police blotters or something I don't think that that handle was available but i had something along those lines and it never took off and i feel like i was obviously very biased because i was only tweeting tracy press so <laughs> yeah um i ended up stopped doing yeah i didn't do that but i was hoping that that would take off because i wanted tracy press to get the the recognition it so deserved
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's 2017 and everybody needs you to come up with a halloween costume and you're procrastinating And you see all these screenshots on your phone from next door and you see best of next doors available on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So you register the Twitter account, you start posting all these pictures. At one point, did you kind of notice that, Hey, other people are taking notice to this thing and kind of spreading it and I'm getting followers.
1: So after I posted all the screenshots I had in my phone, I just searched the term next door (laughs) to see, I was like, okay, you know, there must be some other funny, other funny posts. If this is what my friends and my family are sending. And so then I started retweeting. It got like a, you know, maybe a few hundred followers um, over the next few weeks, which I actually thought was a lot for me. I was like, oh my God, 500 followers. That's insane. It again, I was searching the term next door because I was just so obsessed with other people's next door drama that it wasn't until um, I came across this one tweet that said something along the lines of my next door is so lit that. This, that my neighbors literally got into a brawl at their at the library and the police so, were called and people were arrested.
0: So this is the infamous Seattle Seahawks.
1: Yeah. Seahawks cannon. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So,
0: so you think that was like a big part of the like spread and the like, you know, viral love of best of next door? Not-
1: Not really, but it's my favorite moment (laughs) in history. Well, then what is? is, What's the moment? What's the moment? What's the
0: moment where you're like, oh my gosh, people are coming?
1: Well, it was, um, it actually happened on my birthday because I was so desperate to know what had happened. And I was like, I don't know, like, I need to have this thread in my life. I can't die without reading this thread. And so, um, I responded back to this person and, you know, saying, oh, can you please just share this thread with me? They never responded. I then got desperate and I started, I think, looking maybe on Facebook, searching Facebook, which I've only done for this one, yeah, this one purpose and I've never done since. And I think I somehow found that this had to do with the Seahawks. So I said, okay, probably took place in Seattle then. So then I started tweeting to my maybe 2,000 followers or so, Oh my God, there, something crazy went down in one of your neighborhoods. Can you please, (laughs) if you you live in Seattle, can you please check your next door? Can you please ask your friends? Can you please ask your, yeah, anyone who lives in Seattle, please check to see if you have anything about this post that caused a neighbor to actually brawl at the library. And so I I tweeted that to my (laughs) 2,000 followers, um, you know, a lot, kind of begging them and someone who I am forever grateful for, um, he came through and he sent me all like 284 glorious comments. Um, (laughs) And I got them. (laughs) 284. (laughs) And I got them on my birthday. It was my birthday. Oh my God.
0: (laughs) And it's all started because whenever the Seattle Seahawks play and they only play, uh, let's see, they play what 20 games a year. And, that's what ignited all of this, just a cannon whenever they scored.
1: Yeah, I guess one neighbor in West Seattle had an actual cannon that would fire whenever the Seahawks scored a touchdown. And so, you know, people were arguing about, oh, I think it actually started off with um with a photo of someone's dog in the bathtub saying, you know, please, can we cool it with a cannon? My dog is terrified every single time the Seahawks play. Oh, and then, yeah. Um, yeah, so more and more people started kind of, chiming in until this one sweet neighbor was just like hey you know what we're all neighbors why don't we just go to the library and talk this all out like you know like neighbors should poor guy he just reminds (laughs) me like a little mr rogers type he's just so sweet i love him (laughs) no he's so naive he had no idea
0: Should no yeah, better.
1: People showed, people showed up in their Seahawks gear, decked out in their <laughs> Seahawks gear. They are ready to rumble. <laughs> so they, because um, the Seahawks yeah. were good at
0: this time. This was near when uh, they went back to the Super Bowl, I believe, um, after winning the Super Bowl uh, the year before or two years before.
1: You are asking the wrong person, but I am a Seahawks fan, but I don't know the answer. Well, to it's you.
0: Just, you know, fans. I think care a lot more when the team's good. And, you know, the Seahawks were very good at the time. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to mess you up. I'm trying to help with the context. You know, all I'm trying to say is, you know, people care. Like, I don't know what it is but about sports, like but people care. I feel like they always care.
1: They always care about the Seahawks.
0: Yeah, but you care less when your team sucks. Like, trust me, I'm from Houston. We just, ugh. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I ended up tweeting out like kind of like live tweeting whereas in I was tweeting it as I was reading it, um, which was interesting and I kind of never want to do that ever again. Uh because I just was <laughs> not <laughs> that was yeah. That was um that was crazy. But an outlet, Seattle PI, I think, um, they actually ended up covering the tweets. And so that was Best of Next Doors first ever press coverage. So that kind of helped. Oh
0: my gosh, awesome. Yeah. So someone getting their ass kicked about the Seahawks via next door was like a huge catalyst point for the Twitter account. That's amazing. No,
1: no one got their ass kicked. They. I like they my version fire. of the
0: story. They did. I like my version of the story. Why don't they you start your own kid. podcast and you can make your own version of the story.
1: I don't want to get canceled and say, like, oh, my God, I love people getting beat up and, like, yeah.
0: (laughs) No, that's not you because you don't follow hold my beer, hold my juice box, hold my Prosecco. That's me. Hold my juice box. Did I not tell you that? Oh, yeah. Hold my juice box. Also an account I follow. It's kids doing stupid stuff. (gasps) Like, you ever see the kid who's on the trampoline and dunking and his friends? He has two friends there that, like, give him the double bounce. So he goes, like, 10 feet above the... Basketball goal. He's trying to dunk on and then just falls into it. And then like uh, his leg gets caught and then he oh just pivots god. around. His, oh, it's, it's hilarious. His friends are just Thanks. laughing okay. the whole time and they're like, call the medic. Okay. Sorry. oh I, my god! Look, this is, okay. who, this is who I am. I, I, okay. I just think like when things go wrong is funny to me. And that's actually how that brought us together. Yes. I actually found Best of Next Door because I was uh, featured in it, sort of. One of
1: my favorite submissions ever.
0: So this guy had posted, and it wasn't in my neighborhood, but it was an a adjacent neighborhood, had posted about how he was looking for people. I'm trying to remember the. Do you remember what the... The, 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 the lifestyle. Used? The lifestyle, right. So I had to Google what that meant, and it was a swinger. <laughs> And people started, like, him, you know, kind of having fun with him a little bit, and he got really pissed off about it, and he was like, you know, you shouldn't be able to make jokes and criticize me because of my lifestyle, and I replied, like, you're right, people shouldn't criticize you, but, like, you know, this is America, and you're trying to have sex with your neighbor's wife. We can make jokes, (laughs) and his reply was very simple and uh, very short, and it just said go fuck yourself, Brandon. <laughs> and then a few days later, I had people messaging me the best of next door tweet. Do you remember this?
1: Yeah, it's literally one of my favorite things ever. Um probably top 10, no, top 5, including Seahawks canon. <laughs> Yeah, because right after your reply also, then someone said, This is not a dating site with the clapping hands emojis. Oh, and right. that's um a recurring thing on Best of Next Door. It was just perfect. I just I was obsessed with it. It seems like Best
0: of Next Door is constantly trolling your personal account. And you'll post a very pretty photo and Best of Next Door trolls you. Like this is not a dating site with little clappers.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I think you and I were both kind of obsessed with the, the person who started this because it seemed like the ultimate funny old person who doesn't understand next door trying to fit in. But it eventually, as we kind of peeled back the layers, seemed more like a troll who was just trolling people on next door. Like, I think you emailed him and he told you about what, like, a how he has a pet octopus. And it's just like, come on, dude. Oh,
1: my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's when I kind of stopped, um, posting about, about that, um, that particular person. But I know that there has been a lot in your neighborhood. You live in one of the most lit neighborhoods. I am constantly getting what, submissions. What?
0: <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> my wife makes yeah. fun of me because I love next door. Uh, so I really, really admire the community that you've, I I guess, accidentally built, uh, with best of next door. Like I think, uh, you're, when I say community, I don't mean the people that follow you on Twitter. I mean, probably more the people who are on your Facebook group, the best of next door Facebook group. Uh, I think we have more, there's more than 20,000 members. Like you really have built this own little, uh, own little world. And, uh, I come from a company, my last company where, you know, it was all about social networking and people kind of galvanize around the content. And I see that in your Facebook group and it just makes me super happy and it's people interacting with each other. And you don't really, it it doesn't seem like you have to really police anything because they're just enjoying the content. Right.
1: Yeah. So I actually, um, don't moderate that Facebook group. At all. Um, so shout out to my three amazing moderators, Scott, Andrew and Margaret, because they kind of are totally running that Facebook group. Um, I actually initially created it because I am getting submissions everywhere. I have, um, you know, tips at best that sometimes people send to that. I get a ton of submissions to. There's also people DMing both best of next door and my personal Twitter. Same with Instagram. Um, just constant DMS. on both best of next door, and my personal getting tagged in a bunch of stuff. Um, I have a best of next door has a Facebook page and it would get like, you know, a ton of messages. So I was like, how can I consolidate this? And so I thought that if I had a, a Facebook group, it would also just make things easier to see what people, you know, what really resonates with people and what people like. So, um, I thought that, you know, if a post tends to get a or ends up getting a ton of likes, then I probably will end up using it on the Twitter feed that also kind of spiraled out of control because now there's so many people. And so I'm super grateful um because <laughs> these moderators, they approve every post. Because sometimes it could just get way out of hand.
0: But yeah, do you see how it's like the building of this this independent community? Like it's it's cra- yeah. it's 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 crazy. Like have you have you thought about like where, where's this community going to be in, in, in one year, two years, three years? Like, how, how do you see this growing? Cause it's really just kind of people, in my opinion, people who are fair-minded and who really care about others who can highlight moments where you have someone acting out out of, I don't know if they're having a bad day or what, but basically like showcasing this is how not to act. And I actually think that's a really helpful thing for people. It's kind of why, how I defend uh, My Little Pony. Because I started watching My Little Pony to understand it. Because everyone's like, you know, the bronies or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's just like, you know, how not to be an asshole. And to me, that's kind of what you're doing. It's kind of like showing people like, hey, I know sometimes you may have a feeling. But maybe that's just because you're in a bad mood. If you look at how that manifests when you start talking about the people around you and you can see how other people interpret that maybe you're being an asshole and you shouldn't do that so we know um like you know every other social network uh nextdoor is eyeing international uh reach you know we know they they've expanded to canada i think they're looking at europe uh as well is that something that you think could you know eventually feed into the best of nextdoor feed
1: yeah, definitely. I've started getting some, uh a lot more submissions from the UK. Uh, I know that they really? launched in, uh, yeah. Have you got any from France? Because
0: um, my wife and I were vacationing in Paris, and I specifically <laughs> asked our tour guide if they had next door, and they said no. <laughs>
1: Love that you were just asking random people in France if it's they like
0: Everyone would be better <laughs> off knowing more about their neighbors. That's why I love it. You think that people are advanced and people are are smart, but they're not.
1: I want to say that the submissions I've gotten so far from um I've gotten a couple from from London, and it's just funny they usually honestly they don't make the feed because they're just so freaking polite (laughs) (laughs) it's just like very british problems um yeah so i feel like i have my own like very british problems but they're next door posts oh my god
0: have they lost to australia yet are there any like kangaroo posts i don't know much about australia i know that they (laughs) won. i got so oh my god oh yeah so do you drink alcohol much not usually Uh, so okay I'm sure pretty soon you're going to have community events for Best of Next Door with your awesome community. It's inevitable. It's just part of the process. Uh So uh, my last company, I was at a few community events in Australia, and everyone was so nice. They kept buying me booze, and I felt it would be rude for me to decline. So I drank all of it, and like even like a – I think it's – someone in Melbourne could probably correct me, but I think it's called an ABC shot. And it starts with absinthe, and you forget what's after it because of the absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> or a flag shot, and I, I don't know. So, like, I, I, I died that night. I, I almost died. And I, I, I think I might have died a little, and eventually I came back. So my advice to you as somebody who's growing this really awesome thriving community is when you go to your first community event and you look at me crazy, but you're gonna have a best of next door community event where everyone's gonna come after, you know, I guess we get through COVID.
1: Yeah, just they were friends before do COVID. Not,
0: do not feel guilty about not accepting their drinks because they will kill
1: you. <laughs> so it's funny because I usually actually I don't drink and I generally don't drink just because I never loved alcohol. Um and also because i developed this weird allergy and when i was like 22 where i actually fainted. Fainted not blacked out, fainted after a couple <laughs> Wait, wait what's the difference between fainting and blacking
0: out? <laughs> Faint is it is it fainting if you put the back of your hand to your forehead and you just like fall straight <laughs>
1: down like oh. I might have actually done that the first time i fainted cuz i was at Disneyland and i remember it was just like <laughs> i was wearing what? these minnie mouse ears and i think yeah i could see i I probably did do like a dainty fate, but, um, yeah. And I went to, I went to a couple of doctors and they were just like, you know, sometimes your body just gets, um, weird allergies. Like later in life, I was 22, but whatever later in life. (laughs) Um, uh, and you know, maybe you're just now you can't drink alcohol. So I generally don't. However, the only place I do drink is Austin, Texas. What? Because I don't care. I don't care if I faint. I completely trust Austin. I know that people will step up. People take care and help of you. me. Yeah, they do. And in San Francisco, I learned that they don't. So,
0: <laughs> so go back a few months when South by Southwest, uh, famous Austin convention, was still going to happen. I offered you, I'm like, hey, you can stay in our guest room. Uh, we're not right next to the convention center, but it's just an Uber away. And it's like, you know, a room in a really pretty neighborhood. And you're like, no, I want to be close to everything.
1: <laughs> so you booked a I think room I actually at said... Adobe, which is
0: a <laughs> dorm. You booked a room in a dorm room.
1: Why? I think I told you that was a backup plan because I had a crush on someone else that lived there.
0: That lived at Adobe. <laughs> Why do you have a crush
1: on a guy who lives at Dolby? If a not guy who lives at Adobe, a his place, life
0: is not together.
1: Not at Toby, but I needed a place to do my hair and my makeup. Obviously.
0: So-, <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think ultimately Next door says about people? I have my opinion, but I might be a little bit more pessimistic. I, I'd, love, I'd love to know how you feel.
1: I think that it's very interesting that, you know, no matter where you are in the country, um, we kind of all have the same problems and we kind of all have the same neighbors. And I'm just, I always see these recurring themes. Um, You know, like I I bet no matter what your next door is, there are probably complaints about not picking up after your dog. (laughs) Oh, God, you know, um, you know me. You <laughs> oh. me. Oh. Oh.
0: Good Lord. <laughs>
1: There are probably people who don't know how to use the internet and then, you know, people trying to help them with that. (laughs) There are probably people posting conspiracy theories. Um, There are people that are probably just way too nosy for their own good. Um, Yeah, and I feel like neighbors were kind of always, um, you know, kind of paranoid um, sometimes. And so I feel like Nextdoor really just kind of gives them a platform to, uh, you know, air all kinds of weird things. So one problem I have is
0: the people in my neighborhood who hate fireworks, who I, you know, call, you know, who hate America, in my opinion, my personal opinion, <laughs> do, you, do you get a lot of fireworks posts?
1: Yeah, that's another thing. It's, um, I feel like no matter what neighborhood you're in, you're definitely gonna, going to have one of those posts. Oh, was that a, was that fireworks or a gunshot? So it's just like, fireworks that's just, or gunshot, yeah. It's everywhere, and it's always just such a controversial topic, and especially for 4th of July, there's always going to be controversy about it's,
0: it. It's so frustrating. Can
1: you tell me, like, I, I
0: have a dog that is goes crazy apeshit with fireworks, and so what I do on the 4th of July and New Year's, I put on some good music, some classical music. I drug her. I give her – I put on her thunder jacket. And Mm -hmm. I don't try to guilt everyone else into changing the way they want to live their life based on the needs of my dog. (laughs) Um, I am the guy that lights fireworks, like in my neighborhood. And I have no shame.
1: I have no shame. I am that guy. (laughs) So how would you feel about living in that Seattle neighborhood?
0: The boom neighborhood? I think it's
1: awesome. Oh, no, the Seahawks Cannon neighborhood. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's awesome. I'm a big football fan. I mean, unfortunately, I'm a Houston Texans fan, but, you know, I mean, if I was a Seattle (laughs) fan, I'd be all for it. The thing is, you can't, like, I love my dogs. People who know me know I love my
1: dogs.
0: (laughs) So when I lived in an apartment, I specifically bought grass from California, had it shipped here. To put on my balcony for my dogs. I love my dogs more than anything. I love wow. my pug more than anything. Brought her to the emergency room many times, sometimes for reasons that are her fault, sometimes my fault. She ate lube a couple times. So we had to take her. She's okay. What I but it's like her crazy paranoia is not a reason for people not to celebrate America. <laughs> But it's funny because, like, on Next Door, you see the most ridiculous things. Like, I remember someone had said, oh, I used to love the 4th of July before I came to Austin. You know, when I came to Austin, everybody's, like, lighting fireworks. And it's like, where did you live in America where there was not fireworks on the 4th of July?
1: Oh, my God. That's amazing. But I want to say that there is a can, at least one can in Austin.
0: Oh, they're in like the cannon. NFL. There's a cannon at like at the football game, like in the football stadium. It's called, uh, I think, Big Bertha.
1: No, like a neighborhood. And I I know there's a ton of neighborhoods in Austin. I'm trying to remember which neighborhood.
0: Girl, you're um, true. But
1: they're uh, there. No, they're. And it's like one of my favorite posts. Yeah. Because someone was like, What was that big boom? And everyone was like, Okay, oh, yeah, I felt I heard it too. What was that? Oh,
0: yeah. No, no, I know that post. Um, I think that was just a dump. That was a. A demo. That was a uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, demolition. A implosion. A building implosion. How do you know that? I follow development in this city pretty closely, and we don't have many implosions. That was one of the few.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm a nerd. I'm I'm a huge nerd. Let me ask you this: What's your biggest regret when it comes to your your brand, Best of Next Door?
1: <laughs> My biggest regret. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't ask you this, but I had to record a trailer for iTunes, and I, I don't know. I had to fill the 30 seconds, and I, I put Oh, regrets. you said you were
1: going to ask me this? Okay. No, I said I'd ask
0: everybody what their regrets were because I had to fill 30 seconds of time. So, you know, fuck. Yeah, it's, you're, sorry. Honestly,
1: nothing really pops out, so I feel like I've been lucky that way so far. So far, no regrets. Have you thought about,
0: like, any sponsorship opportunities?
1: Um. Yeah, and... Actually, I have um, I have a manager now. He is Ooh, this, <laughs> Fancy. Yeah. He, and I'm excited because he's the same um guy who manages Matt Nelson from We Rate Dogs. That's a pretty cute account. And also thoughts of dog.
0: Look, can yeah. You, can can you can you get my dog rated?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Matt to rate my cat, but. <laughs> yeah (laughs) maybe you can sponsor us
0: (laughs) me sponsor no i it's i'm so broke right now you have no idea
1: okay (laughs) well i i I think the
0: ultimate question and i think the thing we're kind of i'm trying to get to for this entire recording is what does the future hold for best of next door
1: yeah i think that right now we're just um really committed to just finding the craziest neighborhood drama possible. And, um, you know, hopefully adding a little bit of levity to, um, to people's days. And also I'm just really excited that I now have this amazing new manager and, you know, we're, um, we're exploring some other things that we can do, um, in the future when all of this kind of calms down.
0: Well, I am super excited to see those future endeavors and I am a uh, (laughs) frequent uh, subscriber to the best of next door Twitter account and I super enjoy all the content you produce Uh, I guess the big question is Jen double n J E double n Uh, Jen do you have any questions for Mm -hmm. me Okay. Right. No, no one does. No one ever does. No one cares. It doesn't matter. Is a silly? Is it your question? Start? No, no, it's wait, a trick question. No, 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 no. About, it's, like, fine. it's fine.
1: It's wait, fine. Wait, you have? you belong to an HOA, right? No. What? So tell me how? Don't you belong to an HOA?
0: Oh no, but I got in a fight with the guy from the HOA. I called him an asshole yeah. because I sent him yeah. four emails to the official HOA email account. And he did not reply, but whenever someone goes on fucking next door to talk some shit about the HOA, he's there in a second. So then I replied, Hey man, can you reply to one of my emails? So then he gets mad at me that I'm calling him out on next door, but I'm like, why didn't you just reply to one of my four emails, dude? <laughs> I'm just trying to put in a bike lane in our neighborhood. I am active on Nextdoor. <laughs> let me tell you, and we could do a yeah. whole podcast on me on Nextdoor in my neighborhood. But I don't think I don't think it would interest anybody. I think you, <laughs> your story is super interesting, and I'm so glad you were able to take some time out of your very busy day to help uh, illuminate everybody, illuminate me, illuminate everyone out there. Illuminates the word of the day, by the way. <laughs> Actually, wine is the word of the day.
1: I like that word. Was, this is, well thank this you is so. very,
0: this is the long version of the outro um <laughs> thank you so much for being with me today
1: thank you this has been so much fun thanks for having me
0: <laughs> bye Jen
1: bye
0: <laughs> thank you guys if you might really enjoy that please check out our sister podcast wrong side of 30 Available on all podcast platforms now.